This episode of The Morning Brew is brought to you by Check the Gods. What's going on on the morning brew? <laughs> Buenos dias, Samuel. Uh, today we're going to be talking about Hasbro, Todd, ailments. Let's go. Let's do it. What's up? What's up? I also want to say uh, thank you to uh, Tech the Gods for sponsoring this episode and Story Comic. Story Comic is a podcast that focuses on the people behind the words. The host, Barney Smith, interviews comic creators of all types and their works and tells stories about comics, comic-based stories, and all other forms of pro storytelling. We've been streaming our show online since 2019, and it's been amazing to see how many people around the world have come to appreciate the value of hearing stories from people who are just as passionate about their work as we are. So if you're a comic creator yourself, or you know someone who is, or if you just want to hear about your favorite book or comic book and how it's made, come check us out at storycomic.com. So thank you to Tech the Gods and Story Comics for sponsoring this episode. Yes, and thank you everyone for tuning in. Welcome to the Morning Brew with the Crazy Crew. Here, Sam and I, we're going to be talking to you about a few different things. We have some pop culture uh, information, news. Yes, Ed, dude, we're going to be talking about duty in just a few minutes. But before we do all that, please make sure, if you haven't done so yet, subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button. Share this bad boy out. We're trying to get to 1,000 subscribers, and we need your help. So if you can do that, that would be awesome. If you enjoy the content, make sure that you tell a friend. Let them know, hey, man, these guys kind of cool at 9 o'clock in the morning. Big shout-out to everyone who's already uh, checking out the show this morning. Thank you again for joining us, man. But yes, sir. Yes, sir. And big shout out to, to the sponsors of the show. Thank you so much. Make sure you, sh- you check out Story Comic. That uh, that channel is awesome. And Heard. make sure that you go to technogods.com and pick up a copy of Technogods uh, by Michael San Martino and the crew. They will be at uh, Baltimore Comic Con. So if you're going to be at Baltimore Comic Con, make sure you check them out. Baltimore. And pick up, pick up a, a book. Pick up. You were there last issues. year. Yeah, you were there last year. How'd you do? Yeah, yeah. They, well, let me just—they have three issues of the book, so make sure you pick them up. Um, no, I, I was, I was there as a spectator. I didn't, I didn't okay. have a table. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that ta- that that show is busy. I was telling you guys yesterday. Um, we were on JD Rosario's uh channel yesterday. Big shout out to him. 
And um, yeah, dude, I, I went there and I you know, got there early. I was like, damn, look at this line. Line was wrapped around the corner, bro. I was like, you know what? Let me come back after lunch. Usually things might have maybe, maybe they died down and I'll get in quickly. Nope. Came back at 12. The line was even longer, bro. I was online for like an hour and a half. To get in? I, to get in. I got in like around two. Now, listen. That was because of the pandemic. You know, this was this was still the pandemic was still a thing last year. But but there seems to be something that's happening because shows are already selling out for next year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. What you mean for tables and stuff? Yeah, just for I mean, yeah, just for 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 exhibitors and tables. They're yeah. so shows are already selling out for twenty. Well, you got to remember, yeah, you got to remember. I mean, people have been inside for a while. I think people are trying to get out and 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 and, and look with the with the success of Kickstarters. You know, every I mean, we all have a book, so everybody's trying to get out there now to the public, and get that that stuff in front of people. So I, I, I'm not surprised that a lot of these shows are getting bombarded with um and they, and it's not like they're cheap. Some of these tables that like we were looking yesterday at MegaCon. 600 and what is it oh, no like 415 for a table 975 right. for attempt for a, a, a booth um and that's just like a, a not even a, what they call a premium booth they, they they call this thing like an end cap kind of thing yeah and it's like five by 12 i think or something like that and it was 975 then the premium booths that come with the with the with, you know with the carpet and all that other fun stuff 1300 so you know, shows are, exp- shows are expensive, man, but, but we're willing to pay the money. I mean, we're willing to pay a lot. And we're going to talk about what we're willing to pay for as comic geeks in just a few minutes when we talk about Hasbro. But before we get to that, Sammy, talk to me about that T-shirt you're wearing and the little guy that was popping up while, while, while we were trying to, you know, get some subscribers. Who is that well, guy? What, what are you doing? We'll start it off by laying the promo. All right. We have just a few reasons why you should pick up a copy of Disney Out of My Toilet, book number three, I Chihuahua today I hope you join all of the others and pick up a copy today <laughs> Yeah, you go. So, yes, pick up a copy of There's an Alien in My Toilet today. Look at all these covers. These covers. Covers. I'm going to change I'm gonna change the song Colors to Covers. 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 I have not one, but two, maybe even three. <laughs> anyway, so uh, get your duty on. Get your duty on. That's the slogan of today. We are... Wow, we are two hundred and forty-five dollars away from being funded. This is duty. This is this. This is the longest campaign in the history of campaign. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yo, it's, it's, it's giving me forbidden vibes, bro. Oh my good lord! <laughs> my good lord! You know, it's it's yeah. Duty's competing with all the the, the boobies out there, and um, the you know, like, come on. But um, yeah. So this is the longest campaign. What's up, D? Into his house. Um, yes, and. Uh, yeah, so we are six backers away from unlocking the next backer goal, which is a digital print of Duty riding a, a beast. Um, everybody will get that digital print so that when we get to 50 backers. And um, so we're six away, and we are um, $245 away from being funded. You know, so for everybody who's backed it already, did you get both copies? Did you get, there's an alien in my toilet, I Chihuahua, and did you get 
uh, do these monsters on Planet Cthulhu. You want to get both because, uh, I mean, these are these going to be gems. Gems will tell you gems. And uh, so, you know, the floppies won't be in stores, but the trade paperbacks will. So the floppies, you're only going to get on Kickstarter or at Comic-Cons. So you want to get your hands on the, on the floppies because um, they're going to be, you know, rare. And uh, because it's all be collected and those will be distributed in stores. But um, yeah, so I'd love for you to get a copy of this nail in my toilet. Dooley finally gets into a house where there's a chihuahua named Herman. The, the dog, you know, dog has, they, they have their senses. They canine senses. They He senses there's an intruder. And upon contact, he's like, oh, it's a fucking jalapeno, right? And so it, it, it takes off from that point on. The government is tracking down the the, the, the crash site. They found his UFO. And uh, so, you know, you know, Agent Doe is on a mission to, to, to capture this uh, extraterrestrial being. So there's a lot of fun, a lot of slapstick humor. And then there's also Duty's Monsters on Planet Cthulhu. And uh, so that's also just nothing but monster fun. You got Frankenstein, Dracula, the mummy, you know, um, uh, Cthulhu, the werewolf, just a whole lot of monsters and duty and slapstick humor. And uh, it's fun. So I'm hoping that if you're watching this, you're like, what is Disney in my toilet? Hit the link that's in the chat. Hit the link that's in the summary. Head over to the Kickstarter and get yourself a copy today. Yeah, man. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot in the book. And if you are a fan of of monsters and and, and that fun stuff, definitely want to pick up that Cthulhu uh, book. Also, it's gonna be it's gonna be fulfilled right before the holidays. So it's yes. a good uh, it's a good present, a good gift Great for gift. someone. Um, so definitely want to pick that up. Check that bad boy yeah. out. Who doesn't and, want and, a bundle of duty? Yeah, no, don't doubt. And you thought, wow, and you've um, you've already you've already we've already unlocked the first twenty five. So you yes. there's a print on the way already for those who have pledged to the campaign. There's already yeah. a print on the way for for those that did that already. So definitely yeah. definitely check that out. Make sure you uh you go to the link that's in the summary. It's probably going to be in the chat. I don't know. Sam's put it in there already. I can't really see the chat yeah, right now. But um, in the chat. Um, yeah, so go check it out. Go check it out. It's got to get funded, man. What yeah. do we got? Fourteen days. I got thirteen days as of tonight. Uh, so tonight, so it's fourteen and a half days. No, thirteen and a half days. So two oh. weeks. So hopefully, people are just kind of watching it, you know. In the last week or the last whatever, they're going to be like, boom, and you get bombarded with like tons yeah. of just. Bombers. I have I have a PA announcement. Uh oh. So. Um, since I launched it, yes. 38, 38 more people have signed up to follow the campaign since I've launched it. So, which is, so I love the fact that you, you signed up to launch it, but uh, I love for you to pull the trigger, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and get yourself a bundle of joy, a bundle of duty and laugh with us and, and get a copy. Even if it's not for yourself, maybe for the little one, or, you know, somebody who loves to laugh, who loves slapstick humor, you're a fan of Alf. You're a fan. Good morning, Aurelis. If you're a fan of Marvin the Martian and Vader Zim or, you know, Looney Tunes, you're going to enjoy duty. It's fun for all. Uh, and get yourself a copy. But, yeah, every day I look at it, I look at the, the, your dashboard and you look, four more people following it, five more people. So it's like it's, we're almost up to 200 people following it. And yeah, that's uh, amazing. So it's just it's fantastic. I, I, you know, I will hope that everybody just pulls the trigger and gets yourself a copy of well, uh, I, I, I have a small request. In, in the small chance that anybody at Kickstarter watches this show or is watching this show, I have a more small request for you guys. Please give us access to who is following the page. Yes. Just yeah, give us access. Give us a name. Give us something so that we can reach out to that fan base who's obviously interested and just remind them that it's there. Maybe you put a limit. Maybe we can only contact them, you know, three times. 
you know, so that we don't harass them. I get that. You don't want us harassing them and, and then maybe losing uh, people. But just give us access so that we can yes. then say, hey, by the way, this is still a lot. Maybe, maybe incentivize them by giving them something for pledging if they pledge right now. Something. Just help us out, Kickstarter. Help us out. Especially yes. with, with all the other stuff that's on crowdfunding right now. We need all the help we can get. You know, it's not an even playing sure. field right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand. You, you know, you, you say sign up. But you don't even know what's going on at the event, right? You get one thing, it launched. That's it. So if mm-hmm. you signed up, you only get one thing, it launched. You don't get the updates. So it's like, that right. Make sense. Yeah. You know, so at least they should be able to get an update at least once a week, at least four times during a 30 day period. They should be able to get a communication week yeah. one, week two, week three, week four. Boom. Yeah. What's up, Kickstarter? What's up, what's up Kickstarter? What's up? So yeah, so just in the in the small chance that anybody at Kickstarter is watching, heed our call. Please give us access to that just to make it e- a little easier for our campaigns to get funded. You know, like we it's not like we have a huge fan base. We're trying to build it. And obviously, if 150, almost 200 people are following the page, there's some kind of interest. People are not just hitting the like because whatever. There's so many things to see there. When they hit that like, there's obviously interest. So, but we can't see who they are, and we don't know who they are. So, Her- Herman is kind of cute. Herman, <laughs> stop making it up. Herman, it up. I got beef with Herman. Yes, uh, nah, nah. but de- but definitely check out the book. Definitely check out the book, and um, you know, go go to Kickstarter. You can you can either search if if you you know watch this you log off you don't want to come back just search there's an alien in my toilet you'll find it right away or just hit the yeah. link because that simple yeah uh, that that's simple indeed I do want to say shout out to our new subscriber wave of mutilation <laughs> wave of mutilation thank you Welcome. for subscribing to um, Cassie Craze Welcome. podcast yes. you know we've had we've had a surge of subscribers a lot of them we can't see <clears> accounts <throat> are private so I would shout you out but I don't know who you is uh, but uh, wave of mutilation we know who you are so thank you so much for subscribing to the channel we appreciate your support yes yes we do yes indeed and if you haven't done so yet make sure you go to my website get your meds with a z.com check out some of my merch check out some of my books I have Russ 5377 in there and all that stuff. Sam, you are like a child. Let me promote my stuff. Without, I'm without, that coffee. Yeah, and you you're growing, you're growing an alien out of your chest. <laughs> <laughs> Do you realize this? Just oh. y- y- <laughs> you're like a child who just got caught putting your hand in a cookie jar. Like, oh snap, my sorry. Dude, I don't know what anyway, you're talking about. Anyway, anyway. Um Yes, so please make sure you head up on there and check that out. And also, 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 if you want to be a guest on our show, there is a link in the show notes for you guys to go into our uh, calendar of uh, of uh, dates available. Word. Click on one that you would like. We do go at 8 p.m. We're starting to do more live shows um, yeah. at this point. So you will be getting on the show. It, we're, we're trying to go live. We're trying to, you know, break it up like we normally do our Friday shows, which air, you know, don't forget that we air uh, an episode every Friday. But we're gonna have the get your med segment, we're gonna have the interview news segment, and then we're gonna have your interview. So there's gonna be like a thirty minute interview on there. So if you are interested in being a guest on the show, not just comic creators, but all kinds of indie artists, if you if you have a band, if you have music that you're doing, if you're a magician, a puppeteer, whatever you're doing, that's uh, that's underground or nobody knows about, it and you want some exposure, check that out. Hit the link and. Uh, 
and you know let us know also don't forget to send us a thumbnail send us like a really cool like your best thumbnail so that we can put it up as the thumbnail to promote that you're coming on the show so make it make it make it nice make it snappy um so yeah but sam I don't even know the name of my band but they're all on me like they want to hold hands because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right. like, i'll be the band all right and <laughs> because right, i'm the leader of singer of this band my band my band my band you remember that song no <laughs> i have no idea what you're singing I, you I don't don't remember know what of course i know what you're singing you freaking what do you mean <laughs> of course d12 i'm in them and them boys so speaking of, of crowdfunding campaigns, I, we, we found an interesting um, campaign uh, that's that's out there right now. Yeah. If you guys are fans of action figures and, and things of that nature, Hasbro, and this this is not new. It's been, I think it started back in September, September 16th. I think it's going through December, uh, October 31st. But Hasbro has jumped into, into the crowdfunding game. And yeah. they're they're not doing it through through Kickstarter or Indiegogo no. or any of that. They're doing their own thing. They got their own joint. Yes. And yeah, Sam's got it pulled up. Haslab. So Hasbro has this thing called Hasbro Pulse, I believe is what it's called. And uh, they're doing this Marvel Legends uh, Haslab Engine of Vengeance action figure. It looks like it's the uh, you know obviously you know who that is. Ghost Rider. And he, instead of a motorcycle, he's got a car. He's got some Hot Wheels. Literally Hot Wheels. If you look, I, I think, yeah, I mean, correct. Yeah. Ghost Rider. Yep. Okay. So if you, I mean, nice detail, beautiful car. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. So what they're char and I don't know what the size, what the specs of this thing is, but they are, it's, it's a crowdfunding campaign where it's not a monetary value that they put on this thing. It's a backer count. So they're looking for nine thousand backers. Nine thousand. There, where I can't, I can't see that number because my screen is dumb tiny. But what is the number they're up, they're up to right now, Sam? They're more than halfway through it. They have five thousand three hundred and eleven backers. Oh yeah. So three hundred and forty nine dollars and ninety nine cents, just under three hundred and fifty bucks, gets you this. These two uh, cool items. And uh, my question is, why? Why? Yeah. Why am I paying three hundred and Fifty dollars for this item. I'm making you about three million dollars worth yep. of money for you to produce this action figure and vehicle for me to have. And double now, dipping. Yo, dude, isn't that crazy? Yep. I mean, I don't know. How does the chat feel about this? What do you guys think about this? I, my, my friend hit me up yesterday. She was like, "Yo, my um, my comic nerd, she called her boyfriend, is, is looking to do this. What do you think?" I'm like, "What the hell is this?" You know, I think they got the idea from that that guy that did the non woke comic book on on his own website. So they're like, "Oh, look at this kid just made millions of dollars. Millions, millions. Has, bro, we got name recognition. Let's do it ourselves." And it's probably some new. Intern that came in and says, I want to get promoted. Yo, we can do this, right? <laughs> and they said, and watch. And, and that's what's happening, I think. See, here's here's <clears throat> the problem I have is it's the same thing I have with Comic Cons that start out small, they could become big, and then they alienate the base, which is <clears throat> in the community, right? This is what's happening here. They're taking over the space that was meant for the unsung hero who doesn't have the funds but has the creativity to produce content but needs to raise money to be able to get it into people's hands that, that so it's going to make it harder and harder and harder for the little guy because you're competing with brand recognition you 
you're competing with global reach. You know it's going to be distributed. You know they're going to be more available in inventory. You know all these things. Where in the independent community, we still there's still independents that do crowdfunding that give crowdfunding a bad name for the other independents because they don't deliver on time and the quality and all of other stuff. So what's going to happen? And it's going to be a slow, easy transition, and people are going to move over to these guys who are just looking at they just saw a hole and they just plug the hole. It, it, to me, is it's the way they're doing it too. It, it, they don't. They're not saying, "Okay, we're trying to raise thirty-five thousand dollars." Right. They're saying we're trying to raise, we're, we're trying to get nine thousand people to back it, and but it's going to cost you three hundred and fifty dollars. It's just one item. That's it. Three hundred and fifty dollars. And at the end of the day, they're looking to raise almost three million dollars. Now, how much is it going to cost them to 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 produce this thing? What five bucks, ten dollars at most, if anything, because you yeah. have two action figures and. But they're but they're charging us the customer three hundred and fifty dollars, and I think that they're taking advantage of our geekdom, right? Yeah. Because we're so oh snap, oh look how cool that looks. I'm a huge ghost, uh, go, uh, you know, Ghost Rider fan. I want that, and so I'm going to drop three hundred and fifty dollars, three hundred and fifty dollars that could have maybe gone to say there's an end in my toilet on, on Kickstarter. Ten dollars that could have gone to that. They're like, nah, nah, man. I'm gonna bypass that. I want to go for three hundred and fifty dollars for this item. That's gonna probably, like you said, mass produced at at three million dollars. They can't mass produce that. I mean, listen, I'm not, I'm not in the in the action figure game. So if anybody's out there and it's it's, it's more knowledgeable about that, tell us that it's gonna cost them a lot of money, and which is why they're doing this. But I feel like they've done the, they've done well for themselves by advertising it the way it is having people like us talk about it on, on not that our show reaches millions of people we don't know but i don't know I, I just don't think it's fair man i don't think it's fair for no. for us to spend that much money on something that you can probably get at a store for maybe 25 bucks at most 30 but the people you're gonna say you, i think the people that are gonna cry foul are gonna be the creatives the the fandom are you gonna be like, oh, I'm, I want this because number one, we get it before it hits the market. Yep. I can order up to five. I can flip it on eBay and sell and, and, and make a killing. So they're asking for nine thousand backers, but if it, what percentage of them are ordering more than one? Oh, absolutely. Right? You know what I'm saying? So you know mm -hmm. that, that so that they understand. See, <clears throat> we get upset because they're taking a piece of the pie from us, right? They're invading the space that we we thought it was sacred, right? Same thing with Comic Cons. The community are looking at this. The collectors are like, oh yes, I'm loving this, right? Mm -hmm. and so, give us more. Yeah. So as long as that's that's there, it's not going to be. Um, but they do add other exclusives to it, and collectors love. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, that's exactly what it is. So we're we're going to sell it. They sell that, it. Number one, because we don't yeah. have global reach. We don't have name recognition. We don't have. Our stuff doesn't come packed. Yeah, they're gonna have that pack. They have the best of the best working on these products, the packaging, oh, all yeah. that stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, so people know they get it's probably gonna be numbered. You know, they're gonna probably come with a certificate of authenticity. All these things that collectors love to brag about, right? If if you go to YouTube and you put toy collector, you're gonna get thousands and thousands of videos, right? And that's what they want, you know. So where we we lost out from from jump. Oh yeah, they don't lose. They uh, not at all. They 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 they're doing it. Yeah, they're doing it. I mean, don't get me wrong. You saw the pictures of it. The detail is <laughs> incredible. It is. It looks really really nice. I don't know that I, me personally. I don't know that I'm paying three hundred and fifty dollars for that. Yeah, I didn't I, know it was Ghost Rider until you said it. But yeah, yeah, yeah no. So if you're a, a Ghost Rider fan, bro, like I'm sure I'm sure the the action figure itself also looks incredibly detailed. Yeah. Um But I don't know. Three hundred and fifty dollars yeah. a little too rich for my blood. I don't yeah. know that I would do that. You know, I think this is their way of t bringing something to market 
testing. Um, this is basically what they're doing. They're doing a, a, a test with the audience, the market. Does the market want this? If they want it, we'll produce it, right? And I guarantee you, if they didn't get the 9,000, right? Let's say they did, because they, they gave themselves a cutoff, the 31st, the 9,000, right? Yep. I guarantee you, if they're like at 7,000, they're going to extend it to like another month, right? Because they're going to want that they were so close, let's, let's extend it. Let's see. But let's see if they didn't. They'll probably wait a few months and still release it to market because they probably have a long-term plan. But they said, here's a way to cut corners and yeah. you know, and test the market, save some money, you know, put a little cheddar back in the bank because we took a loss for whatever action figure we produced last year, whatever it is. So they're trying to recoup some of that money and, and, and mitigate the risk. That's basically what's happening is they're finding ways to like cushion the blow and not not take so many risks anymore. I mean, studios, they want they want they want guaranteed money makers, uh-huh. you know, so you have to jump through hoops to get somebody to to want to uh, invest in your stuff, you know, and you have to do all of that R&D for them. You have to bring the data to them. The crazy thing is some of these companies are so rich that they'll they'll pay the money to produce stuff and then look 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 at Warner Brothers for example what they did with uh with that movie um uh what was it uh cat one was a cat no it was a bat bat girl yeah right. i think it was bat girl right they had produced the movie they paid the, the 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 actors the movie was finished and then they just canned it like they scrapped it we're going to scrap that we're going to shelf that they paid millions of dollars for this scrapped it so like so there's money they have plenty of money uh to play with I just think an even more reason for, for, you know, I don't know. It's a company like Hasbro. Hasbro's been around for years. I'm sure they're not, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know how they're doing financially. Hasbro, I don't think they're hurting. Hasbro, yeah. Hasbro uh, needs a marketing so. push too, because look, I mean, if you look every day, Targe scooping up a new license. McFarlane Toys every day is scooping up new licenses. Um, and I mean, he's even got the big two, you know, now, you know, he's got their, their products, he's licensing. So, so I think what happens is it's, it's a war. So Hasbro, everyone's, Fighting for that pie, so they they want to they want safe bets. They don't want to produce a character that sits on the shelves. What happens? You go to Target. Target orders a hundred units for you know for one location, right? So, so I'm just gonna give one location. They got a hundred units on the shelf, right? And a month later, you, you still got seventy five units still sitting on the shelf. So in thirty days, only twenty five moved, right? Then you start seeing that red sticker price, right? Start, you know, discounted, discounted, discounted. Yeah. They don't want that. You know, they, they want to make their money, so they want to test the market. This is a way for them to test the market, play it safe. And if they make the money, bang. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and, and they're using, they're using, like I said, our fandom, our geekdom uh, to make their money. Yeah. I mean, extra, I'm $350 is, is not, you know, 35 bucks for an action. Uh, you'll never, you'll never, you know what I mean? judge, I'm, I'm telling you right now, if you ever see me spend $350 for an action figure, you need to go and put my head with a bat. Oh, yeah, no doubt, bro. Hell yeah, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, like, what you are you doing? $350 for a pair of shoes. <laughs> I never even paid $350 for a suit. Damn, damn son. <laughs> no, I always get my stuff on, uh, on discounts, bro. Um, Yeah, I always I always get the deals. Like the Macy's, when I shopped at Macy's, when they always had the buy one, get one, and all these coupons. And I was like, I get the point. That's when I go and buy my suits. And I was like, ah, sh- saving because at the end of it, the, they might be worth $800, but when I pay for it, it's like $150, 200 Well, yeah, no, no, but 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 you see what I'm saying? Like, I, I think that there's, and again, it, it all goes down to to our, our perspective and what we like and what we don't like. Right. Some people will spend a lot of money on a suit. Some people won't, right? You won't spend a lot of money on a suit. Some people will spend a lot of money on an action figure. We wouldn't. <laughs> so I, know, I don't so think there, I, so. There is that, you know. Yeah. Outside of my Apple computer, I ha- I don't I haven't spent any full price for anything. You 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 know Payless shoe store, right? 
the Payless yeah. shoe store. Right. So Payless did like almost like a, an experiment, like a social experiment where they put together this big gala and they had these shoes on display and they invited like rich people. They may pretend these were high end shoes, luxury shoes, them for whatever. And the people that were going there were, you know, big spenders. And they were like, yeah, oh, my God, the quality of this shoe is incredible. I would pay $5,000 for this shoe. It's amazing. When they were told they were Payless shoes, they were like, what? It was all, it was all, it was all a ploy. It was all, we're just telling you they're more expensive. But they're the same shoe you can buy for $19.99 at a store. Like, so it, it's all, you know what I mean? Like, that's, and that's, hey, listen, that's marketing. And, 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 and you got to give highest ball credit for, like you said, for that intern who maybe came in and said, hey, guys. I got an idea on how we can make a lot of money and we can make sure that this product gets out to the market. Why don't we do this? Crowdfunding is big. Let's get it done. And here we are. So, you know, hey, listen, it's, it's you, you hate the player, hate the game, whatever you want to hate, but it happens. You know what I mean? It happens. Oh, and that's the, and that's the, that's the American way, right? Mm -hmm. Whatever. It's about it's about forward movement and making money, and um, and that's what people are going to find. And, and and corporations, they're about making money. So when when the little guy creates something, the corporate and, and the corporation sees movement, their goal is to scoop it up, take ownership of that, or mimic that, right? Yeah. Because because you're you're taking a piece of their pie in their eyes, and they don't want that, right? So they're gonna say, all right, well, I see how you're playing the game, but we can play it better because we have reach and we have assets you know what i'm saying so and that's where it comes from so i think that that's why you you have to hustle harder i think you know and this is just basically for the little guys just you know um be mindful and step up your game and that's it you know that's all you can do yeah yeah and i hear you man i, I mean i'm definitely i definitely would not spend that money but somebody will right and, and speaking of somebody who's cornered the market on 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 um on just action figures todd mr todd yeah. mcfarlane had a, a big announcement about this spawn movie that's coming out. Well, I didn't get a chance to see it. I know he had it on the social media. I didn't get a chance. What what's he saying? What, what do you he's got saying here? that Tommy Fawn announces that the writers behind Joker and Falcon and the Winter Soldier will pen the script for Spawn's upcoming live action movie. So obviously that Todd's script is scrapped. And Todd won't be <laughs> so, and Todd won't be directed. So this is where my, this is where the big company saying we appreciate it, but we really like some name behind it. You know, we want to make your movie, but we want this is the message I'm taking away from it. So you know, because he was like, I'm gonna direct it, I'm gonna write it, I'm gonna do all this, right? The, and so look how many years he's been struggling to make it happen, right? So no one's willing to give him the money because he doesn't have that track record. They said, yeah, yeah. you're a good comic creator, you're good, you know, with toy design and and, and that, but. The movies leave it to us. So, so now he's got um, two heavy hitters working on the script. So, creator Tom McFarlane took to Twitter to announce that Malcolm Spelling, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and Scott Silver, the Joker, and Matthew Mixum are penning the script for the highly anticipated reboot. At the time of the writing, details on Spawn's next blockbuster are scarce, but actor Jamie Foxx is attached to the project as the star. The film coming currently doesn't have a director, nor does it have a full cast announced. Man. So, and then it goes on to say that John Logazamo um, said that he'd love to come back and play the clown. I think I think that was the standout character in the whole Spawn movie was clown. Um, yeah, liked him. He did uh, his version of the clown was fantastic, right. and that 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 kind of humor is great in in a Spawn. But here it is. So you know, um, Todd's ended the announcement with saying, "We're hoping that in January we can tell you that production has started." So. Um, um, again, so you're not looking to like 2024, 2025, um, um, probably for this to, to get, because if they're writing it now and they got to go through, you know, read throughs and all that other stuff and revisions and, 
And then, you know, and then when you have that many people working on a script, you know, you know, so there's got to be a lot of talk around that. So I'm saying six months, six to nine months to get this script off the ground. And then um, now it's about um, uh, now they got to go to locations, right? They got to find locations and settings and they got to start building sets and costumes. So you took you took about a couple of years. Yeah, no, definitely for sure. I mean, listen, I, I love Todd and I love what he's done in the industry and he's respected. I, I, I think that that was a good move to have somebody who he had no choice. I, writing I think he didn't have a choice. I think the studio said, look, no, no, but, no, no. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is the point is he's not to me personally. I don't think he's a great writer. So mm -hmm. it makes sense that they told him, dude, you, we got to get writers in here. You're not writing this. You want this thing to be, you want us to put, move forward with this thing. Unless you're putting your own money, we're going to have to go and get some professional writers in here. And not that he's not a professional writer. I'm just saying writers who Joker, for example, did great. You know, I mean, you know, they, they accolades, um so well yeah, these guys who write screen screenplays they understand beats movement timing all that stuff um they've been doing it for what that's what they do that's the, they're the experts in that field and they have a track record of blockbuster hits so todd you don't he doesn't have a track record um of of that so leave it um, put it in the hands of the big one. see i i still don't understand why he still never went back like you got netflix and you got um Amazon Prime. Why didn't you go back and do an animated Spawn in the mean in the you know in the meantime, right? So you had all this time. You could have just continued that animated series, which was fire. Nothing was like that when that came out. That was just like awesome. Make your cheddar while you're working on vetting it because you know you, you you're building a net. You you you're bringing multiple worlds together. Anime lovers, cartoon lovers, whatever, comic book lovers. You you, know, you get your toy lovers until you get your your feature film. I didn't understand why he never went that route. Yeah, I, I think I love Netflix, for example, it's, it's very shaky with Netflix, man. Like they, they had like this whole they, they, another company that produced the entire cartoon for Grendel, the Dark uh, the dark Horse uh, book. And they just scrapped it. Like they're just like, they're not, with Bone. they started production with Bone and they scrapped it. They just scrapped it. So I think that, that that's why, why maybe he didn't go that route, that they're shaky. They're, yeah, they say they're going to do it and then it never gets done. Gone back to HBO. I know that that's what I'm thinking too. HBO is a, is a good one because that's where it was, right? To bring it back to HBO. I mean, they're getting rid of their their children's programming, but this was a very mature yeah, audience kind mature. of cartoon. It so, was at night. You can only watch it at night. Yeah, so it looked like it would work for there. Amazon Prime is dropping ducats on 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 on, on uh, content. Obviously, the, the Lord of Lord of the Rings thing that they hey they won night. the bid against HBO and Netflix for. For the Lord of the Rings brand. Oh, well, they, they all pay like to, to the Lord, Lord of the Rings family, the family. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they won the pitch because they dropped two hundred and fifty million dollars just for like B character, and they had the best script. So I think what happened was the family, um, the Tolkien family, said that Netflix wanted to do a version of Lord of the Rings the Marvel way, and and they didn't like <laughs> that idea. And then um, um, HBO wanted to do it like Game of Thrones, and they're like, "No, this is not Game of Thrones," and they said, "This is Lord of the Rings. This whole genre is very different." Well, that, you know, uh, everybody, Lord of the Ring fans, don't even look at this guy. So um, it's so they want <laughs> they want to stay true to the mythos, and and so that's why they gave it to to um, um, Prime because they were going to try to keep it pure. Bro, and they, I like what Prime is doing with it. I, I really I'm enjoying it. They gave it to Prime because Prime gave them 250 million dollars, and these but guys. I don't like about this. Like I didn't like I didn't like this last episode um because they rushed a lot of key moments. Um I was like you could have paced it. 
I, I think it's bad writing, bro. Overall, yeah. I mean, they're using words like "okay." <laughs> like, when do you hear the word "okay" in in that in that time period? Like, know. did you live in that time? I nobody said "okay" back then. <laughs> How do you know? Get out of here. Yeah, okay. 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 <laughs> yeah, they said "okay." How do you it's, know? It is to, okay. me, to me, it's just it, it's bad writing, bro. It, it's bad writing. I, they, I, saying, I... <laughs> they, they were like, "Yo, what up, my dude?" If I hear that, it's a wrap. I'm dropping this thing out of my pocket. Um, but yeah. Nah, nah, nah. I mean, that's a whole conversation for another day. But, yeah. bro, talk to me about your ailments. <laughs> your ailments? You talking what's, about your voice? What's hurting you? What's hurting you, bro? What's hurting you? Sitting in that chair Earthen. all day. No, so so yeah, yeah. what we're talking about is on Monday, Sam had a uh praising 10 or less if you haven't checked that out make sure you check that out where yeah. he talked about some of some of the some of the things that that go wrong for us artists yeah. you know in our bodies from doing what we do and so yeah yeah talk a little bit about that son because that's what that's what the topic is uh that we're going to be talking about today is ailments of the uh artists yeah Physical artists suffer from a lot of ailments um uh so here's what happened right so look at this so <laughs> I decided, you know, when I decided to be a brokepreneur, I didn't realize that I'd be sitting a lot, right? You know, so, um, <laughs> you know, because, you know, for, since I've been, since I was 12, I've been on my feet, you know, I've been working forever, always on the move, always standing, always going for, you know, occasionally I'd sit to type memos when I was an executive and all that other stuff. But that's about an hour and a half, two hours of my day, because most of the time I'm walking and, and, and talking and whatever. So when I started working from home, um, I'm sitting all day. And then I, I realized I was getting cramps in my legs um, and it is striking pain on my neck. Um, and then I would get migraines and I'm like, what's going on? And I'm like, and, and then I would get like these, I guess signs of carpal tunnel uh, on my wrist. And I'm like, yeah, what's, ha what's happening here? And it's so happening. I started looking it up and it's like, it's one of the, you know, the, the, and then one of the things that also made me look it up is because a lot of artists that I know, I'm, I, they're getting all these surgeries. They're posting on social media. I got to get the surgery for my shoulder. I got to get the surgery for my back, my legs, my this, that. And I'm like, but they sit all day. And I was like, wait, that's what's happening to me. Oh no. So I, I decided to look it up and I said, all right. So I started strengthening up my, 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 my shoulders. Um, uh, my rotator cuff, you know, so I started doing exercises specifically to combat and strengthen those areas that are being affected by these long time, you know, sitting for a long time. And so I stretch more, you know, I do um, uh, leg exercises more. I do uh, rear leg extensions to to build up the strength in the muscles in my hamstrings where I was getting the cramps from. So what I find is when I started building these areas, I wasn't getting these, I'm not getting these pains as much. And, they, and it starts reducing and reducing the stronger it gets. So I think you know the, the the lesson that I learned, and two diet makes a huge difference too. So making sure that I'm not eating junk because what I was happening is like I would have right next to me, it's um my my juju beads and bonbons or whatever it is, and I'm like and I'm bonbons. I'm popping junk because you want sugar or whatever to sustain you as you you're sitting there for those long periods of time. Um, so it changed my diet. And, um, so I'm eating more fish and I'm eating more vegetables and, you know, so, and I have a daily workout regimen to combat that. So that's what I learned from that experience was I got to do something now immediately. Don't assume that this is just a moment in time and it'll go away no, because we're all aging. And, and as we age, you know, your body deteriorates and then when and com compound that with these things that are happening because you're just you're not moving and we're creatures that are supposed to move and we're supposed to be active. So your body starts shutting down. And so you want to prevent that from happening.
And that's basically why I did this episode. Yeah, man. No, I listen, we, we, we talk a lot about mental health and that is a big, there's been a big push towards mental health and, and, and getting, you know, talking about things that are maybe, you know, depressing you or anxiety and things like that. But I think that equally important is your physical health mm-hmm. and, you know, how we treat our bodies and what we do with our bodies and what we eating and what we're putting in our bodies and stuff like that. I, we, we had that last week, we were talking about manga cars and how, you know, the, the manga artists in Japan, they're slaves to their work so much so that they develop, you know, ailments like diabetes. Cause like you said, the diets that they're eating, they can't, they, they don't have time to eat. They don't have time to sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, they develop hip problems, back problems from sitting down and writing and drawing all day. I should say drawing all day, um, lower back problems. So, yeah, no, it, 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 I think it's important. It's important to look to look at our, our what we're doing um, as far as our health, both mentally and physically, and, and do things about it before it's too late. You know, unfortunately, we've had a couple of um, artists pass in the last couple of days for heart attacks. Young people, 47 yeah. years old, 40-something years old, heart attacks, you know, because we're just not taking care of ourselves. And and, and that goes, I think, unnoticed sometimes. We just say, oh, you know what, I, I got to get to work. I got to do what I got to do. You know, it's very, you know, we, we talk about how many things are out there right now, how many how many books are out there on Kickstarter. There's a lot of books out there. So everybody's like, I got I to gotta get this done. I got to get finished because there's so many things out there already. I got to, and all that pressure to get it's, all that stuff it done. Is. That's mentally exhausting. You know? It's frustrating. Yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely man you know it's uh it's one of the things it's like you know one of the things they said on the on the crazy tale last was your body's your asset right so you have to protect your asset you got to treat it like gold i think that's the one we forget about you know and, and, and i mean i grew up in in a a family down you know where there's a lot of dudes who were um arrogant you know I, they never went to the doctors oh this is just more whatever they dealt with it they dealt with it because I'm a man. I'm a man, right? And so we neglect. That's what happens when you work harder. No, but what's happening is those signs. When your body's having these signs, it's telling you, "Hey, you got to get this checked out." Hey, I'm telling you right now, you got to do something about this. And if when you avoid those signs, it leads to is it being an, a creative? Um, it's a lonely endeavor, right? And because you are, you are fighting against your own inner demons and your own um, self-reflection. Well, well, how you think of yourself. So you're going up against a world that's competing for the same thing. And so you're always comparing yourself to others. So that's very, that's very disheartening for most people, right? So like, am I good enough as that guy? Well, what, am I good enough here? You know, can I make it or can I do this? Can I do that? So then that, that adds to depression that adds to that chemical imbalance in your body. Your body reacts to, what's happening in your mind, right? So if you're constantly in disarray up here, your body's going to react to it. It's just going to be just a, a byproduct of it. So I think what, you know, and that's why we talked about when we talked about mental health, seeking help, getting, talking to somebody, physical help, getting therapy, you know, going, seeing a physical therapist, going and researching it, you know, um, and doing something, changing your diet. If you find that you have trouble, you know, I was watching, um, uh, there was a there was a, a creator that um, smokes a lot, but has a bad cough, but won't give up smoking, right? So th- you, there's a reason right there that you can eliminate, but because we choose, we think we're not. It's never going to affect me. There's that it'll never happen in me mentality. And then look at it. I mean, I was talking about when I was in security, 
one of my colleagues, this is when I was a security guard, bro. This was years ago. One of my colleagues, he went to sit down, put his head down, had a heart attack and died. Mm -hmm. It was the most traumatic thing. The most traumatic thing to see that, that your body can just, that your clock can just go and shut you down. Shuts down. You know, and so you don't even know when, when that number is going to be pulled. So if you can do anything to try to extend your time on this planet, do it. Don't, don't, don't let your pride get in the way. Yeah. No, I think, I think you definitely have to look I, our bodies are machines, man. We're, we're, it's a machine. And it's like any, any other machine, your car, as soon as you see an engine light on, you go check the car out, right? Because you don't want to be left without a car because you need that car to get around. Yeah. But I feel like sometimes we give those things more importance than ourselves. You know, as soon as you see a light on your, on a dash on a car, you automatically go to the mechanic and see what's going on. We don't have those kind of lights, you know, going off in our systems, but we all know our bodies, I think. I and mean, if we're honest with each other, we know when something is not right. And sometimes, like you said, we're just like, like you said, I'm not going to the doctor, man. All they're going to do is give me bad news. Well, yeah, but you know what? If you go with enough time, maybe you can get that fixed before it becomes a bigger problem. And I know it's easier said than done. And I'm, and I'm guilty of it myself. You know, going to the doctor is not my favorite thing, but. Yeah. You have to do it. You have my wife sets me it. up, you know, and you know, I remember yeah. she, you know, she set me up saying, Oh, I just want you to go get your moles checked, right? You know, she's pushing me, pushing me for the get these moles checked, right? So I go and I walk in, they go, um, they give me a robe, they go take off your clothes. I said, for what? For my moles? They go, No, you're here for a physical. <laughs> don't get naked. physical. She set me up. <laughs> so I was there for a full physical. I was like, you. Newman. Oh um, she does sad. that. Oh, that's why I don't let her, I don't let her uh, rage my my so she's she, she's the one that's always in my ear. You need to go there. I mean, I remember look, I have a I have a fantastic um digestive system, right? So I have no problem every day cleansing, right? So my wife thought this was abnormal because it was like multiple times in the morning. And she thought it was abnormal. She goes, you need to see a doctor. That's not right. So she, I say, no, this is normal. I, I go to the doctor and he's like, so why are you here? It's like, well, ask her. And so she's telling me, well, he goes times a day and blah, blah, blah. She goes, he goes, he goes, ma'am. He goes, that's a great thing. That means he has a healthy digestive system. You know how many people suffering from the opposite who can't go? That they they're the ones who come and see me. He goes, he, 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 I I I wish I had his system. And I'm like, see, you made me come all this way. <laughs> see that, that see, that's that 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 sucks for her because the one, you know, because that just empowers you to not go. Yes, <laughs> because yes. it's like I don't need to go because whatever, but that's what we have to avoid. Yeah. Is that is our mm -hmm. our stubbornness to say, I'm not going to the doctor. We should go to the doctor. We should yeah, whenever she's pushed up. me, I've gone. You know, I yeah, mean, I, yeah. I had to get my moles checked and they put this tube and they take a sample of your mole, and I'm like, uh, yeah, it's like all these things, but you know, I do it, you know, so this way I can have peace. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you know, here's the thing with doctors for me, right? It's like I, I conspiracy, you're a big conspiracy theorist, right? I just almost feel like when you go to the doctor, some doctors are great and they are necessary, but some doctors sometimes I feel like you go in there for one thing and it's almost like they're trying to sell you something else. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? And, and that's, and, and I hate that mentality that I have, but that's what I feel like. I feel like if I go to the doctor for one thing, it's like you said, right? Like you, I'm sure when you walked in, I'm here for my moles, take off your clothes. You're like, why, what are we yeah. doing here? 
But and obviously, with oh, like prison, when I went for, I went like for almost all the time. Like that's what it feels like, you know. Yeah, I went for a bleeding ulcer. It's in my stomach, right? And, <laughs> no, I, I, and, and so I've had this before, and I've been to the doctors before, and I know what they ask, you know. So I go to bleeding off, and the woman, the doctor, she says, "Drop your pants," and she wants to, and she wants, and she grabs it, and she goes, "Cough." I said, "What does that have to do with my ulcer?" <laughs> She got mad at me because I got annoyed. I was like, I don't understand why. I said, I said, I, I had a hernia when I was 12. I don't have a hernia now. I said, I have an intestinal issue. You know, it was, uh, uh, yeah. so I hate yeah. going because there's always something. And uh, I don't take prescriptions. Don't give me any. Nah, money. me neither, bro. Me no. neither. I hate prescriptions, dude. Yeah. You, you ever seen that show Dope Sick on Hulu? It's with Michael Keaton, and it's about the uh, the uh, uh, the the epidemic uh, of the of the painkillers, the painkiller epidemic that started out where you go to a doctor for something, they prescribe you painkillers, and now you're addicted. Yep. And the story, the basically what it is, is that some of these pharmaceutical companies were going into obviously they were selling this product to the doctors, but they were giving them you know basically discounts and things like that to push it onto their their employee. and some doctors did it unknowingly you know what i mean they were like all right i guess that's what we need to do and they were doing it and so it's an interesting it's an interesting story about how this epidemic you know just became crazy you know and, and people got addicted industry is a big is a billion dollar industry. pharmaceutical they're drug dealers bro yeah. and so and so that's why I, I i like you said man i'm like i don't know about that i'm not about taking those pills bro I had then, canal, it's something okay. else yeah, I had root canal, no painkillers. I had to get stitches on my hand. I just, no painkillers, just stitch me up. Because for me, it's a Rambo style, baby. Yo, I said just. <laughs> and they thought I was fascinated because you could see my bone, and they were like stitching. I was like, wow, that's you know. So I, you know, when I had to go get, I don't know what they call it when they put the damn tube down your throat to go see your 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 body on the inside as a big ass camera. So normally that you know people want to be put asleep, they don't want to be awake. I said, nah, nah. Just let I want to see it because I saw the cam the monitor and I wanted to see it. You know, you're gagging, like, oh, oh, but you're watching your stomach. I don't want any of that stuff because I think it compounds. One well, number one, you become dependent on it. Number two, um, I think sometimes it also um, triggers other things to happen to your body. You know, so for me, it's like I, I, now you can keep all your medicine. I don't want any of that stuff. The extent of whatever put in my body is tunnel. That's it. Um, but outside of that. I won't be. Uh, I, I don't want to become dependent on this stuff because it is a multi-billion-dollar industry, and, and that's what they want. Crazy. You know, um, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, no. I mean, listen. Don't let that deter you from going to the doctor and getting yourself checked out. Oh. I'm just. We're just. I, I, me, per, and, and Sam. Like what we're talking about is addictive painkillers and things like that of that nature. Any prescription drugs that they may want to give you. I because I, I think there's always alternatives, right? You can always find an alternative to some of these things. I, I think. During the pandemic, you know, fortunately, we lost a lot of people. But I think what it taught us was our immune systems are shit. I mean, I'm sorry, it's early in the morning. Our crap, <laughs> our crap, like our immune systems are really weak. Uh -huh. And we need to strengthen those things. <laughs> and we and we and we have to put stuff into our bodies that are going to str strengthen our, our immune systems. And there are natural things that you can put into your body to do that. You know, you got, you know, you got to, you know, um, take care of it. So, yeah, I think I think have a nice diet. Um um, hydrate regularly, you know, you know, water, 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 hydrate your body regularly and, um, and have a routine, have a, some sort of exercise. Even if you can't jog, go walking, go walk a couple miles, right? Um, you know, if you, you don't want to go outside and you got stairs in your building or your house, 
you know, do a few laps up and down your steps. Boom, 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 boom. Find a way to get active and get the, the, the juices flowing and get the blood flowing in your body and, you know, work out the kinks and uh, get some stretching exercises, things you could do in your seat. You know, there's something for every age group to do to keep you, you know, there's a gentleman, <clears throat> he is, um, he's in his seventies. Uh, he swims his lake every day. Swims his lake. He's in his seventies. He's like seventy. His lake. Damn. He has a lake. Yeah, he has. He's 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 affluent, and so he swims his lake, and he works out two hours a day. He does the bike. You know, he has his weights. He lifts his weights. All that stuff, whatever. And um, and he pushes it more than you know teenagers. The way he works out. And he was asked, you know, why do you? He goes, as long as my body allows me to, I'm going to continue to push myself beyond the limits, and. That's fantastic. And, you know, so I think that's the mentality you got to have. Remember, your body is your asset. Your body is everything. Without the body, there's nothing. You know, so you need that body. It's like, you know, it's like the, the sneaker. It has no life until you put your foot in it, right? It says just same thing with your body. So um, treat it. Treat it as a yeah. precious commodity. You know, it's the most important thing that you have. Um, and um, and it'll take care of you, you know. And I think that's just basically it. So it's one of the things I learned when I started dealing with all these pains is like, like this chair, uh, I'm, I'm throwing out this gaming chair is not good for illustrating. Um, I'm going to get rid of it and I'm going to get me an orthopedic chair. So something that's going to contour, give, let me sit straight up, you know, and, uh, not, and uh, help me combat these pains that come from being an illustrator. Yeah. No, they also have those desks that you can stand up, like those stand up desks that you can yeah, just yeah. raise them and you can just be standing up while you're drawing that. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have George money, but, uh, no, I, I mean, nah, it's not, but dude, listen, I, you're going to get a new chair. How much you think a new chair is going to cost you? Oh, I'm by, I, I found the chair. On, no, I get it on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> but you can get, but that's what I'm saying. You, you can find stuff. You can, I'm, yeah, I'm not yeah, saying yeah, go yeah. get the top of the line artist yeah. table that goes up you can build that thing yourself well you can't yeah. build a freaking a stand-up desk because that's not going to cost money I'm no just saying, I, that, there that, are alternatives that i'm actually raising that up so exactly. i can stand yeah um, i'm um, saying you're not gonna buy building, it and go buy it i'm just saying you can yeah, just get a couple that. of crates putting it on top of it on top of that desk and then elevating it so i can stand when i draw because i, I when i'm podcasting i'm sitting so I, I like i'd rather just stand and draw stand yeah absolutely man absolutely but yeah that's uh yeah that's the topic for today everybody thank yeah. you so much for joining us and what are your you know what are your uh your um uh, opinions about it talk to us yes what are your opinions about it um if you like this episode you know what to do you know the daily yo please give us a thumbs up hit that like button subscribe to the channel help us grow again thank you to our newest subscriber um for uh joining us and we're up to 640 so that's uh pretty dope um and uh so we're well on our way there and uh you know and we have uh you know if you missed last night we had uh, chris hayes from cowtown comic con go check out that episode it was a fantastic episode he's not only a convention promoter he's a comic shop owner and he's a publisher and he's a comic writer so uh you know he's the quadfecta not the trifecta the quadfecta so he understands the game and i'm looking forward to comic uh Crowdtown comic con on the 22nd and 23rd but next weekend i'll be at the dallas fan expo so if you're gonna you're in dallas come and check me out there it's gonna be fun and don't forget, if you haven't done so already, please back. There's an alien on my toilet. And, uh, you know, even if it's a digital, get the both copies of Duty, uh, There's an alien on my toilet book three and Duty's Monsters. And then for the little ones, pick up Duty's Adventures. It's a fun for all ages uh, series. And uh, no, I enjoyed this episode this morning. And thank you, Aurelis. And thank you, Dan Price, for joining us this morning. And everybody who's been watching on Facebook and giving us thumbs up, we appreciate you. And uh, everybody on Twitch, thank you for watching.
Big time, big time. Thank you, guys. And don't forget, tomorrow we have another show on the uh, on the channels. So tune in for that. 9 a.m. Yeah. is when they drop. So we have a new episode tomorrow. And uh, next week, we're also going to have a couple of uh, guests. We're going to have Keith Murphy on the show next week talking about, uh, to us about Votes Valhalla, issue number three, the final mm -hmm. issue of that series. So we're going to be talking to him next week, and we're going to have some more surprises. Uh, but, yeah, thank you, everyone, for joining. And we, I guess we'll see you uh, tomorrow. The sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow. All right, I'm Sam, the crazy man, <laughs> George Akima Medina. Peace. Peace.